That's the sound of Wrestling oh, yeah. Latest Podcast. We are Wrestling Latest. I'm your co-host, Chris Scott Moore. Not joined today with Alex Gibson, who has a previous engagement. He's celebrating his uh, birthday still. Yes. He's in, what was he in Traverse City now? Traverse City. Traverse City. Okay. And I feel like a shitty friend. How old is he now? Uh, 31 or 32. Okay, cool. I can I can never remember yeah. age. I can remember dates, but I can't remember ages. I can't remember if I'm 37 or 38 all the time. Like I go to get wrong by that. Six and sevens, they always trip you up. It's fucking confusing. All right, and I'm joined as always by Sean As you light up my joints like nobody else. The way that will puff puff pass leaves me overindulge. Got oh. me reciting half baked annoying as hell. You don't know. Your marijuana is potent, bro. That was amazing. That was fucking fantastic. Oh my gosh. I'll give you a non-alcoholic cheers on that one. That was that's pitch perfect. You should have been fucking in a movie. That was the dumbest fucking thing ever I thought of that today. <laughs> I, I only wish we could put out the video of you dancing along too. That was yeah. perfect choreography. Mm-hmm. I could have been in a boy band, you know, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That'd have been my group. <sighs> okay. So uh, again, I'm your co-host Weird Al uh, Yankovic Moore. Uh, no, anyway, so uh, this is the Wrestling Latest Podcast. Thank you so much for still listening to us after all that. If you are uh, going to you know, continue with this uh, facade today or uh, shit show today, yes. why don't you subscribe to us via iTunes or Spotify? Uh, you'll get Amazon. Amazon as well. Yeah, we're blowing up. We're not quite Pandora quality, Fuck but we're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then you can also go to our social page at Twitter at Wrestling Elitist Podcast. And that's X. when you'll see our link tree or excuse me, X. X. We rebranded. Um, now, doesn't Microsoft really own like the copyright or like the legal rights to X for social media? There's a couple X issues they're coming into. Yeah. I mean, who would have thought if he had the foresight? I mean, he's only the richest man in the world. Like, <laughs> whatever. Anyways, okay. But if you go to our X page, you'll see there we have a link tree that does have a link to our merch, uh, as well as a link to our website, wrestlingelitist.com, where you can get all of our latest articles and match reviews. Right now, we are knee deep in the G1, and we're posting uh, star ratings as we go along throughout the G1. Uh, there's a lot of shit going on there. So, Sean, we're going to skew the normal formatting tonight. Um, give yeah, we'll, everybody an idea of how we're going to kind of try to loosely format shit tonight. We'll continue to to mess with it a little bit, just like uh, any old thing. But we're going to start with some G1. We've been pretty hot on that. You and I uh, heavy. Uh, Alex has, is not here, so we can really do what we want with that. Then we'll hit some AEW. It's kind of uh, taken a little backseat in my world with the G1 happening. And then we'll cover a couple little other things that have happened in the wrestling world. Yeah, so let's start with the G1. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to watch. Um, I think I, we're one day behind. We're right? one show we're, behind. Okay, currently. yeah, we're on day eight. So day eight featured uh, an all-time fantastic match between Ishii and Eddie Kingston. Yes. That was absolutely brutal. Um, my God, that the violence in that match was just glorious. It's really just turning out to be like perfect situation for Eddie Kingston. He's seems like he's just really thriving in the G one right now. 
perfect storytelling with just his body just starting to wear down after matches with Shingo, a shitty match with Evil and uh, Hanare. Like those, you're hitting all the the big people right before you have to have a match with Ishii, who just always really shows out in the uh, the G1. So uh, that was fantastic. I'm trying to pull up that card right now to see. What else was on there? Because I thought you gave something else a pretty high rating. Yeah, now. Cobb and um, uh, Zach Saber Jr. Of, of course, of course. Yeah, I'm. I'm look, I need to watch that one still. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, Shingo and Ishia, of course, wrestled like maybe two nights prior. I guess it would mm-hmm. probably be or so. Fantastic match there too. Just the that's the perfect block right there. Yeah. And then Osprey had a good match with Tai Chi. And then he had Did a good you? match with Kenta. That was Kenta, really, Kenta yeah. match was very. You got, to, you got to watch that one. Yeah, that yeah. was excellent. That that felt like like Kenta actually cared in a match. It seemed like for yeah. so long he's kind of just been passive aggressively not trying, and that was something else. Yeah, and or just getting by with Bullet Club um, shenanigans, you know. Yeah, yeah. And this match, he seems so much more engaged, and um, I do like the running thread of like the Bullet Club guys just being excessively violent at the start of the match continuously yeah like kid, kid, jumping everyone in the stands and in the crowd um yeah last, it was an- last episode you said something about gabe kid having a good match i think it was it was coming up with um with a shooter and i yeah. was a little uh dejected from that not thinking that was gonna be good and it actually turned out to be a good match and yeah kind of turned me around to some of the uh war dogs or whatever they are yeah i think he's got potential and finley does i mean finley obviously has potential it's you know they've got some back in the lead spot but um i think kid's gonna get some good matches throughout the tournament um there's something you just kind of see something with him or you can see why they want to go with him mm-hmm. um again a lot of the bullet club goofiness kind of wears thin after a while especially like with evil like it just gets too uh, much yeah um having someone like dick togo just kind of dick trailing you around too it's yeah dick just, riding um, without a license dick riding without a license dick togo riding without a license <laughs> <laughs> i did see something on um uh what do we call it reddit today about if sonata's already pretty much guaranteed to win his block uh six points so he's he's easily in he'd be the first person to win the new japan cup and g1 in the same year if he wins of course but Huge, huge pushing back into a, a new champion kind of out of nowhere in just one year for uh, for Sonata there. Yeah, he's not. He kind of was looking a little better in yeah. the last match I watched with him. I think you didn't have to watch it because we, we flipped the coin. Um, Let's see. Uh, Sonata versus that Kaito Kiyomiya. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. So I still have to watch that. He's, I he's heard that was very points. good. Yeah, very good. Uh, I mean, I never even heard of this Kaito Kiyomiya guy. I'm not a huge Noah guy, but uh, before the stuff with um, Okada earlier this year. So just fantastic put on by both of those. Yeah, I like the story that they told with him. And I and I, Kevin Kelly was laying it on thick of like, oh, because yeah. he's a Noah, he's not challenged. And like that yeah. seemed like a stiff shot, but I think it was purposefully done to – give him credibility now as he's getting these wins and having these great matches and showing just performing well that, Oh, he does belong with new Japan. Yeah. So the story is like, Oh, he's not ready to perform at this level. And then you see that, Oh, actually he's quite good. 
Um, and he's done a tremendous job and he's someone I never knew from fucking Adam and he looks very good as well. It just shows that new Japan is in a good spot. I think that's the biggest takeaway out of this yeah. is that they seem and feel the strongest that they've felt for years. I would say they've been on a downward slide ever since the elite left. I don't think that's talking out of school. Um, and certainly during the pandemic era, things just really plummeted. And now it feels like there's a lot of, um, new blood, the new three musketeers, new wrestlers getting opportunities, the Shane Hayes, the Mikey Nichols, um, the new, the new bullet club. Yeah. Bullet club is played out, but like the new wolf dog, wolf pack, whatever the fuck those guys are doing great in Sonata. Like not entirely for me, but at least like it's a new character and they're doing something different with them. And he feels like a classical new Japan champion. Yeah. And adding some of these people who, might not be the flavor just yet, but it's going to push out people like Chase Owens from being in every single tournament. Yes. Hopefully Toro Yano getting a little back push and not being such a week in and week out thing. So it'd be nice to have some fresh young blood that has some actual credibility. For sure. Yeah. And nothing against him on a personal level, but just as a character level. Yeah. Chase I'm Owens and Yoshihashi and um, Yano. It's all been done yoshiashi um if we're going back to good matches had a good match with okada i guess they've got a good they have a good uh history um story there and it was a great show in for for yoshihashi yeah if i give him any credit it bores the hell out of me but that was a a good match yeah and and same like giving credit like tanahashi doesn't seem as pathetic as he has at various points this year it's not someone i want to see but it isn't like this, like, oh, God, it's fucking Matt Hardy wrestling. Jeez. <laughs> like, it doesn't have that like same kind of like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Uh, but yeah, the point of it is I love uh, what New Japan's doing, and it's an exciting time for them. And this has been a great showcase so far. This has been one of the better tournaments they've had in a long time. Yeah. In my time of watching, I've like it's gotten some enjoyment back. I've kind of put AEW on the back burner. haven't really kept up in the last like week just because there's been so much to watch and I've actually wanted to watch, not such a, a dread. Yeah. Well, there wasn't a lot of positives on the EW side. I mean, I think to be frank, it, like I caught somewhat dynamite, but uh, yeah, ugh. it adds, it had highs, not even highs, like kind peaks of and, mediums and then lows. Peaks and valleys. Peaks yeah. and valleys. Um, I think the, what worked great about this week is uh, Darby and Orange Cassidy, Swerve, AR Fox, they all had really big moments. Definitely, definitely. That was a great match to start and then to kind of continue that story later on in the show. Like we kind of talked about in a, a show uh, previously about Collision, just doing the hit it in the start. We're going to actually have the match later. Just continuing to, to build a story and having AR Fox be conflicted. And then we clearly see why he was conflicted. He's flipping teams and that was a, a great duo pairing that's gonna yeah. go down and it's about time i i it's not published yet but i put in my article it's about time someone would be like no i'm not gonna fucking wear your glasses after the match <laughs> and just cold cock him. like yeah it like, totally does make sense like after and the way that he sold it too is like i just wanted to win and i got frustrated yeah yeah like yeah. you Fuck know you, buddy i'm like, not i'm not yeah. here for your recognition i'm here to right. fucking make money yeah, it was such a good, like, realistic storyline. It didn't need to take, like, oh, he's, he's you know, crushing his car or he's lighting his JR, you know, lighting JR on fire. It wasn't some oh. WWE storyline that was so over the top. It was very relatable of, like, no, fuck you. I lost you. I'm just going to punch mm-hmm. you. I'm, just, I'm like, pissed like, off. And yeah, yeah it's going to come out. Total sense. 
Um, and then the Darby and Swerve match was excellent. Always. Those, yeah. Those are two perfect people. And God Swerve damn. is just so, so fluid. It, yes. It, I love he it. Is, he is on a roll right now with that spot where Darby does the dive over the stairs and then he jumps off it and hits him with that kick that yeah. side of the mush. Yeah. Like, God damn, that's it's good. Such a good sound. Such a good visual. Yeah. Swerve is really coming into his own and doing great. Like that was a, that was a lot of fun. Um, during that um, match. Um, Prince Nana walking down the ring, dancing with, yeah. uh, that's me. Every time I hear Swerve's entrance music too. So yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Um, and then and, like another thing that I liked about the show too, um, the very beginning of the show, and they did that package of Darby showing the wrestling school, like, mm-hmm. and, I'll, and I'll put this in my article. Maybe I can explain it a little bit better there. I don't know, but I liked how for AEW being so obsessed with friendships and like why people are so bonded to one connected having them go through wrestling school is an easy way to just earn why they have a relationship like with this it's like okay well why do if you didn't watch nxt why does adam cole and roddy strong love each other so much right like this you get like oh they went to training school together oh motherfucker gave darby a place to live yeah of course he's gonna like have strong tight emotions with them and it also shows too that you can have footage of a wrestling school um and with wwe you can't do that because you have to convince the audience and then you have to con the wrestlers themselves to think the only way you can learn brother is the performance center dude yeah oh yeah Yeah, that's a great point um i get what you're saying there for sure i like seeing we know these wrestlers have been traveling for so long we know that they've had to have traveled together trained together in their case live together it's it's perfect to build those bonds rather than saying Oh yeah, this is my brother, and I killed our parents in a huge tragic fire. Yeah. And claimed it on our yeah. on him. Well, I like how like showing the training stuff. It's like MMA has people that go through training houses, and they go to this gym, and that's how they, they work train together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like that's an organic way to show, like, okay, why are these stables stables? Yeah, because even in New Japan, like they it just okay, why are these guys grouped together? Why are they a stable? Why is the relationship? Why is it so fluid? Uh, and this is an easy way to do that. I don't know why I'm harping on it so much, but I just liked it. It was just something different. Yeah. It gives them a little kind of that new Japan taste that new Japan's kind of feels like they kind of step back from it a little bit. Yeah. But, um, just giving credence to relationships builds emotional story like lines, I guess. Yeah. And so, okay, let's pivot off of that. So storylines are getting called out now on Twitter. Um, did you see that moment with the book women's wrestling better? I saw a picture of it first on Reddit and then I Ugh. went back today and at work and was watching it and I'm like, well, I, mean, I can get it. I can, I can understand like Metallica saying it's sad, but true. The, and nothing else matters. <laughs> nothing else matters. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, that's the only match we get. That's the only kind of two people that were on the show, uh, two women who were on the show it just seems there might be a problem with, like there's injuries, I guess, but like where's Doesn't Jade? Matter. Where's Jade Cardgill? Like we haven't seen her since she lost. Um, use Athena on anything other than just Thursday nights, and uh, there's just too much left on the table. I think. Yeah, but that there's sign not enough was, time. Also, I guess. But. There's time. You have you have six hours of sh- or seven hours of cut out cut out Jungle to Boy sh- to show. Like you have you have more than enough time to figure something out and. 
the whole thing of like, well, an injury derailed it. Like, motherfucker, unless you were holding on to the NWO story, it's not some industry changing <laughs> thing where you can't yeah. pivot. Next and this has up. happened with every woman champion. There's been an injury. Like you got to figure injury, out a way to pivot. Yeah. That like at this point you should have figured out how to pivot. Pretty oh perfectly. fuck. Next time this happens, let's do da 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 da. Oh, let's have this yeah. on the back burner. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just, that sign was a perfect double whammy of like one, the, the women's division does suck. You put them in a death slot. It's not a good position for them to be in. You're having them go right before the main event. You've conditioned your audience to learn that that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, They've they had their moments, but it's just. Yeah, it, and, it and I think people so are far on them because they have potential because the roster is quite good. It's not bad. It's no. not like it's like, you know, the 80s and it's like Sherry Martell and even she, she actually was not bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like it's like mm-hmm. a dark period for WWE where it's like, oh, God, these people suck. You have a storyline that Jake Cargill is basically just like a prize fighter and is only going to come out on certain occasions and it's going to be matches that she wins. Why do we not have Chris Dantlander being the complete opposite who's just like a Orange Cassidy who's always got open challenges? Like, let's, yeah. Let's see actual match work on TBS for the TBS championship. Yeah, and right. I and, and it, going back to the whole title derailment thing, it's like anytime a champion wins a title, especially in the women's division, it's like, oh, fuck, now we don't know what to do with them. Yeah, it's like they only can plan the chase and they don't know yeah. what to do once they get there. Um, And then I think the other part of that double whammy is their fucking production truck needs help, too. Like, there's no excuse for showing that. That's yeah, amateur hour, dumb shit you should not do. That's yeah. you're having fucking teenagers run the truck. Then. <laughs> like, that does seem so, so, like, clearly someone would have been like, no, we're not going to camera two. Right. And, like, you don't want to, it's an easy, like, thing for a podcaster, hot take, trolley comment to make of, like, someone should have got fired, but someone should have got fired for that. That neck Or someone grill. should at least get, like, you're not on the, you're not on the switchboard for yeah. a while. Take a week <laughs> off. Take a week off. We're yeah. Gonna... Between the last couple of weeks and just cutting at weird times, missing angles, picking poor angles, like, God, they're so obsessed with shooting between the ropes and the corner. And then showing the zooms and showing the, it's just like, God damn it. They're not shooting the show to their full capacity. Um, and it's infuriating too. And you have these excellent, like over the ring shots, you know, that look like old timey boxing photos from the forties. Oh, like, sure. yeah, those great angles. Um, and then they'll do like the angle where it's like a kind of like a panning uh, dolly shot. That's like zoomed in close up on the ropes. Like that's mm-hmm. a great angle if you poop your pants and don't know where to go, go to one of those angles. Cause they're always good. They look decent as opposed to like the fidgety WWE handheld shit. I, I, I don't understand why wrestling is shot so poorly. Yeah. Or who's there's gotta be, there's someone in charge who says, okay, use camera B or whatever. Right. Like, yeah. Who's really choosing to put that on the, the slot of all yeah. the other cameras you have. Come on. There should just be like a, a de facto, um, Standby hard, hard cam one that's not yeah. anything but the ring, right? I don't know. And like, I don't mind close ups for when someone is like, it does make sense to show someone's face when they're Facial dejected expression. by not getting a three count. Sure, if you don't overdo it. That's a perfect time for a close up or a close up when someone gets you know, they get hit with a stun or whatever, right? But to just constantly do it, it's annoying, yeah, definitely. Okay, well, rant over. All right, so um, easy. other things, though, that I want to get into from that, like speaking of booking, um, 
We're a month away from all in. Are we? JC yeah. Right now. I think it's almost like officially like a month. <coughs> and um, no one would have a clue what's on the card. Uh, yeah. Other than we, we kind of chatted about in the text group that I only Eddie Kingston's challenged Shingo. Like that's there are two people who aren't even involved in any AEW storylines. Yeah. And that's, that's all we got. I'm, I'm sure we get MJF something Cole. with MJF Cole, uh, assumably, but I don't, anything. Else I don't know. Either. It's again, not to get redundant and, or like hype up an article that hasn't come out yet, but I put it in my article, but it is like, this is your WrestleMania three. Yeah. Like you, it, 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 like come on, you gotta execute. Like, X, Silver Dome shout up. Out. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got nothing with your your tag team champions unless the Lucha Bros go. They won the main event. I guess that makes them. They're doing something on. They're doing a, a rampage or team. team. Yeah, I, I'm so lost with them ever since they just started doing this uh, blind eliminator tag, and that's been the most important thing. So. Yeah, MJ or not MJF? Uh, Chris Jericho versus who knows? Sammy Guevara. Yeah, probably turn him totally face. Have him maybe do something dastardly to uh, Ty Conti, pregnant with child. But <laughs> I don't know. Gene Snitsky comes back for that. Spot. Oh, geez, yeah, that's his new Christ. Jake Hager. <laughs> Throw yeah. the hat on. Gross. Um, okay, one last thing about AEW before we move on to other things. And this got percolating throughout the week on Twitter and something that we've seen. And I think it was Meltzer had said something along those lines. And again, I'm going to misquote him here, but the essence of what he was saying was calling out, like they have to get better at the infrastructure of their t-shirts and merchandise. And you can't go to all in having, you know, only four Darby Allen shirts like they do at anytime they come here in Detroit. Like where like they don't have any merchandise and it just looks like the most rinky dink thing. Like you have a mess, you're 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 losing money on the table. Yeah. And you hope that the infrastructure is better or that they figure it out or bring a shitload of shirts with them because you can't miss out on all that revenue. It's such a missed opportunity for people who want to buy your shit. That's like uh I kind of noticed that when we went to WrestleMania, you like you could order online when we were sitting in our seats and then like you could just go pick it up at the store. Yeah. If you if you give these people like two weeks, just like send out an email or like what massive drop. This is gonna be the all in collection. Order it now, we'll have it prepackaged and ready for you at the show. You pick it up there. Yeah. Do something because that'll at least be helpful to get the stock ready there. You know what you're gonna have to bring and bring extras, but don't don't fail an opportunity to be huge in your market that you haven't tapped yet. Yeah. It's um, there's, the, the, there's little moments like this where it's like, yeah, that's why I know it's not a competition, but it is a competition. It's Ooh, like, that's why you're number two, you know, yeah. like and granted they're a well-oiled machine WWE. They've had but plenty like, years of experience. Sure. But it's been enough time where like you, you kind of got to figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. Oh, hundred percent. There, and there's been enough people who have came and went from companies like WWE right. that have the experience of a large, massive product release or distribution. Yeah. And, and you'd think there'd be more push from the wrestlers on it because that's their money. That's too. money. Like, yeah. You get you get money off all those gimmicks sold. All those residuals, what actors yeah. are fighting for. But yeah, Seth Rollins, of course, is thankful they're not. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. And so other things I wanted to get into, uh, we got SummerSlam coming up. Yeah. I poor Detroit. I don't think we've been really hyping it up. It just seems like it's kind of came it's next, next week. And yeah, there's no, nothing around town. No, no billboards. No, I think I saw one billboard last night actually, but there's hardly okay. anything or you wouldn't know if you just kind of drove around the town. Okay, yeah. That w- I was going to ask you that. Cause I'm, at the fucking house all day. So I don't know. You're, you're stuck in the birds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, but is there any, like, is there signage? Is there's nothing? I mean, I guess it doesn't help that I don't watch WWE pretty much at all. So okay, I don't know that there's anything or there hasn't been like any kind of social media drops of like, Hey, we're going to be at the Masonic temple doing Elias live in concert or some bullshit. There's so much going on that weekend. Otherwise, like, it seems like there's yeah. a lot of local shows and obviously GCW on that Friday. But I don't know. I don't even think that the uh, the ticket sales have really gone what they were hoping. Yeah, I haven't looked at like the Wrestle Ticks or any or whatever that site is, where it shows like how many seats they have and what's still available. I'd be curious to see where they're at right now in terms of capacity. I'm gonna kind of take a quick peek on. Ticketmaster to see what's not resale at least. Yeah. But and as you look at that, it's something I'll be looking forward to next week though. If we're looking ahead of like what to anticipate, like I'm going to be interested in the hype and seeing if there's anything local, like maybe on the news, they'll have something, but it's a big yeah. deal. And like, you know, the Otis on like out. channel seven news, cooking a steak, eating it with a shirt off. Right. Throw that like, on the, Biggie would be so good to be oh, he, to just fucking ham it up. On he's got to be. If he, he, he's been doing the whole Michigan Panthers thing. He's got to be yeah. some kind of still um, MC or something for the night. Yeah. And hopefully see, they have the guys on 97.1 too. Oh, hopefully. But there's a, a big one. Uh, Evan seems to be a big wrestling fan. So hopefully yeah. they can do something. And even uh, Dave and Chuck the Freak, um, they're. I don't know what you call him. Phone guy. Uh, James is a big wrestling fan. So hopefully okay. we get some, some representation. Yeah. Cause it's part of the fun of like hosting it and you want the city to look good during it. And yeah. Detroit doesn't always look good from a national spotlight sometimes. So on the outside, easy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's an easy slam dunk to like look good. If you yeah. just do a couple of things right. And I personally can't wait for, um, GCW. I'm I'm sad you're gonna miss it. Yeah. Um, I hope we get the same seats. It looks like they just announced to um I think it was a different match originally for Speedball, but now it's Speedball versus uh the champion Blake Christian. So Oh, that's gonna be a really match. Fuck, that's gonna, that's be, gonna really be good. good. Joey Janela versus Commander. Um that Mexican tag team, the guy who wore the bulletproof vest and then took it off. Bad idea. Uh versus that violence is forever second gear crew, which is that, uh, the guy who came out to simple man. Okay. Yep. Um, Mance Warner, I think it was. Yep. For some, some people, Cole Radrick comes back. And of course, Jeff Hardy is just, he's going to be there. We don't know what he's doing. He's performing a show after the show, but yeah, that's just going to be a fun time. I, I love Harpo's GCW going there. It's just perfect setting and it's a fun time. Can't wait to bring uh, Sarah, our our wrestling elitist, Sarah, into that. Yeah, one of the first invited. ladies is going to be there. Yeah, hell yeah. And I will not because we're celebrating our anniversary the, this week. 
of the first first lady of of uh, the wrestling elitists. Yeah. Yes, the first first lady. The the matriarch of yeah, who who loves to spend time on our <laughs> website and listening to our old shows. Oh, bless her, bless her, and all the rest of you. I hear you do it in the basement. <laughs> I don't need to listen to it. No, uh, <laughs> but no. So we're doing our anniversary this fucking weekend. So next weekend. Oh, no, well, yeah, weekend. next weekend, yeah. Next weekend is our anniversary, but we're doing it. We're going to Holland, Michigan, uh, west side of the state, doing you that Kirk Cousins. now. So then I'll probably get to watch SummerSlam at home. <laughs> Live as it happens. <laughs> Beautiful. Marriage. You got to love it. It's tons of fun. Yeah. What uh, What else we got? Is there? There doesn't seem to be anything else with SummerSlam, I think. Like they don't have, oh, WrestleCon, obviously, but yeah, that's we we're not allowed there either, probably. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Yeah, um, did they announce a gimmick for Cody and Brock, or is it just a straight match? Um, I think it's just 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 a match. I haven't seen anything, but uh, I don't know what you do other than like Cody wanting to do probably like a dog collar match would probably kill him in the long run with Brock. That you know what though that would be actually kind of interesting. It'd be, it'd be I, I'd wild. Like, it would be, be the the psychology of it for Cody would be stupid. Like why would you want to why, do that? But yeah. like you've seen this man in a match with John Cena where it was just pure dominance, and you yeah, wanna, and you've seen him in a UFC ring. You want to add in a chain? I could that could actually work though with him. Of like, yeah, that could be a, actually a good gimmick, but maybe they'll do that some other time. Do you have a match on the card that you're interested in? I think we may have talked about yeah, it before, but uh, we'll talk about it again. I think we'll do a full on preview next week okay. before the show. But I, I, I'm definitely excited for whatever. I mean, it's the bloodline. I'll like to watch that match. It'll be fun and be interesting. See how they yeah. change it up. <clears throat> I do want to see if Cody and Brock do anything interesting, and then I'm excited to see uh, Shane and Ronda. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You did say that before. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a mark for women's MMA. So do you know what this um, I'm looking on Wikipedia? It is saying the rules of the Roman Reigns Jey Uso matches a tribal combat. Do you know what that is? Is it a same rules as the Nigerian drum circle? (laughs) I'm like it, it pulls to a different thing, but there's there's literally no definition yet. So I guess we'll. No holds barred. Probably. That's what everything basically is in a long yeah. word salad. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Okay. We'll see WWE. We'll see. But you know what? It won't be a bad show and it'll be fun to watch. And I'll love to see Ford Field. I always oh, love that. Fucking God. Ford Field. Love that place. I still will love to watch it just to see how it's shot and how it looks. Yeah, it's, it's still the, one of my least favorite stadiums in the in, in the history of stadiums. So it's just so, when we when we go in November, you better not say shit. I don't want to hear a bad word about that place. Look, I'm not going to say shit. It's the NFL. I'm not going to die <laughs> if I say anything. I'm not even wear know. a Bears jersey I'll, there. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. I'll I'll let everyone know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this one's fine. <laughs> this one's okay. Uh, the last time I wore. Um, the wrong colors at a game. I went to an Ohio State Michigan game, and I'm oh, a, I'm a big Ohio State fan. And Ann Arbor's nice; like people aren't bad. Like in Columbus, it's worse for Michigan fans. 
but yeah. we're waiting in line to go pee and a group of Ohio State. And mind you, this line is like ridiculously long. I would say like it's taking 30 minutes and it's 100 people in the line. Oof. And so people are ornery and angry. And a bunch of Ohio State guys just cut into the exit and go into the bathroom and everyone just starts flipping out. And I'm the only Ohio State guy in the line. And I'm like, oh, fuck. But my my friends, uh, the guy I was with is like a Marine. So I was like, okay, good. At least I'm back. I'm in good, I'm in good hands. <laughs> yeah. Daddy will keep me safe. Yeah. Thank, <laughs> time. Thank God my dream guy's here. <laughs> oh, no. But that would definitely give me pure panic. Just Oh, I was, I was like, guys, don't fuck up. And then sure enough, they did. Of like, course. Oh. Yeah. And now there's going to be alcohol sold in those stadiums and it's only going to be better. Yeah, it's only going to be worse. <laughs> so anyways, the point is it'll be interesting to see how Ford Field looks and what they yeah, do with it and how it's shot. I, I do like to see that kind of stuff. Yeah. The the theatrics of the stadium. And it's anytime it's a stadium show, I'm always interested in because it does have grandeur and it's a big deal and it's fun to see. I, I love the new, the new kind of entrance style that they have with these yeah. bigger stadiums. It's uh-huh. just... A little more laid back and, and chill. And I like that. They do it the right way. That's yeah. very, very smart. And I love how it looks. And they do a good job of that. And so during the week of SummerSlam, hopefully we'll be caught up with everything. And I don't have too much shit going on where we can put some stuff on the website of like vintage SummerSlam. Hmm. I'll have some repost stuff I'll put up there. One of the things that always gets like really good views every week is not every week. But like SummerSlam 89, like a look back at that, Uh, that always gets clicks for some reason of all fucking things. Great year. Great year. Oh, yeah. So I'm trying. I'll do something vintagey. I'll go back and I think I'm going to do SummerSlam 93. That was at the palace. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I was going to ask, have we had a SummerSlam before? So we had one at the palace 93. That was the last one. So it's 30 years ago. So RIP to that, that gem. That was a great arena. too. It's fantastic. I saw the police there. Oh, hell yeah. It was fucking awesome. Roxanne. Yeah. Sting and all of his sting <laughs> glory. <laughs> Could feel it from the rafters. Yeah, I'm sure. Yoga Bono. It was awesome. <laughs> good shit. Okay. Well, speaking of good shit, we got a couple other things that are going on. Just yeah. random news and tidbits. Yeah. Um, if you watched Collision, they did an angle where Billy Gunn's retiring. Do you buy that at all or no? I don't. I think I, I didn't actually get to see it yet, but uh, I did see something about uh, Malachi Black kind of whispering at him right before. So I imagine this is some kind of storyline thing, but we could only hope and the way it's been going. There's just been too much Billy Gunn. I don't, I don't need a story kind of wrapped around him getting turned and twisted by the House in Black. How fucking cool, though, if that was the tradition in wrestling, though, like just, you did just you didn't tell anyone and you just took off your shoes and it was a legit them. surprise to everyone. True emotion. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, that'd be cool. Especially I would love the way he kind of like stormed off. Right. He didn't yeah. just like hugs and kisses. He just I, I can't do this. I just gave up my life. Yeah. Livelihood. It would be cool if that was like the way they did it in the industry. But then like wrestlers are such carnies like they would. They got to take 15 minutes like yeah. The Undertaker did at WrestleMania. God. Um, okay. And then Roosh resigned with AEW. Yeah, that was cool. Hugs aplenty. And sounds <laughs> like he could be a collision guy from CM Punk's. CM Punk wants him as a collider. Which Confirmed. Perfectly fits over there. And, That'd be great. Yeah. Um, it looks like they're going to, maybe he's going to come to the rescue of Andrade and maybe they'll team up and do a six man for all in or all out or one of the shows 
with I was kind of thinking about this, and I totally forgot to tell you earlier or ask you earlier. Um, with the 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 rosters kind of being so split and kind of it's been pretty heavy with some people not showing up on the others and and whatnot. Do you think there's any credence for a title to be permanently put on Collision at all, or do you think it just doesn't need it? I mean, I think you do. Other than like the tag the team TNT title. Yeah, it's there, and then the international but, uh, titles yeah. on TBS and Dynamite. Like that's yeah. what I guess that's the easiest way to do it. We're just at a point where we're not getting a whole lot with the TNT because it's such a weird title, and they put it in the weirdest hands. Yeah. The the downside yeah. is is like you also can't do the same gimmick that Orange Cassidy is doing. You know, like if it's a fighting that's champion unopened. defending every week, then if it's the male counterpart title if it's a tnt title doing it like okay a heel is going to defend every week that doesn't make them much of a cowardly chicken shit heel sure sure so sure. Uh, I mean, they don't have to always be chicken shits but you know what i mean it's almost yeah. like it's kind of like eh, too much of the same thing yeah but i do like the stick of whoever they, they, like having someone who's defending every week is a good way to go yeah just some kind of gold representation yeah, especially for a secondary title. And like like you mentioned, if Statlander was doing that, that wouldn't seem repetitive. No. Um, okay, other things we got going on. Uh, Hogan is engaged. Whoa, congratulations. Yeah, yeah bro. You haven't learned two other times. I The the beach bars got to be pr- producing a, quite a bit of cash or something. I don't know. What's, yeah. uh, still keeping him around. But. Do they do karaoke at a clan rally? <laughs> They do. They they clearly taped it. <laughs> yeah. Now he's totally apologizes for getting caught on tape. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he's, very, a change, he's a change man because he had to be apologized. Apologetic. Yeah. That was that was all Hulk Hogan, not Terry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Do you think? Um, Will the stick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I the 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 last age gap was like ten years. You're saying this one was like twenty years. Uh, I hope I hope they're in marital bliss, but I just don't get it. And at that age and what you're doing with your life, Terry, you you shouldn't be getting married. Nah, it's uh, he's a he, kind of like uh, it's the irony of it. Like superstar Billy Graham when he died, it was like God, this guy's one of the saddest figures ever. Like just knowing how much of a con man superstar Billy Graham is, but just like Hogan, his constant lying and. And he's just so insecure. Mm-hmm. Like uh, as, as much as you uh, want to dislike him because of the racism and the lying and the holding people down, there is a part of you that just kind of feels sorry for him in a way. Like he's a yeah. glutton for punishment too. Yeah. And he was just, he's going to forever trying to be getting back into that spotlight and it just can't. Yeah. 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 Or trying to regain the monies that he had. And it's like, you're not going to be able to have the same earning potential. You're never going to be George Foreman and get those grills. Which I guess that story's made up too. Like, of of course it is. I know, but, (laughs) but yeah, I'm stupid for taking it. Like, Oh wow. He turned that down after like his agent turned it down. I mean, it was probably even like a VH1 storyline that someone just coming out with to, to iPod too. And then, you know, (laughs) (laughs) fucking Steve jobs. Yeah. Got what was coming. But yeah, I don't know. He just seems like such a tragic figure in a way. Like it's like, ah, yeah. hopefully things he work out well. The hero of like children everywhere. Fuck and yeah, dude. He's just 
they ruined his legacy. John, for Christmas one year, I oh, got oh, yeah. Here we go. Hulk Hogan little like booty footsies, <laughs> and like his like head was like on the on the like, foot, like it's like the Iron Sheik like curls. Oh it was my just gosh. his like head, and I would put those on, and I would you'd feel you ten know, pounds of muscle. Just oh fuck yeah! I'd, through those. I'd Hulk up. I'd pose. I I mean that was the shit. Uh, I, there needs to be home videos of this somewhere. Yeah. There's a home video of me doing the ultimate warrior shtick before I like did a cannonball in the pool. Hell yeah. I don't know where that's at, but. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I love that. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. Good buddy. Mm -hmm. Right. Anything else you wanted to get on? Um, no, um, I am excited to look forward to watching the, uh, Okada Osprey match that we were going to catch on night nine. I think that's been spoiled by Twitter, but yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we all know. (laughs) He might win. We'll see. No, we, there's no need for any more spoilers on this podcast. Yes, we'll be erudite about you know saying anything. Okay, well, if. we'll be talking a lot of stuff on the website. If you go to wrestlinglist.com tomorrow, that's where I'm going to host. Uh, host, I'm going to post my <laughs> feedback post on sessions. Dynamite, and then I'm trying to get another article going about pay per view builds, but I just can't get it done. So hopefully that'll come hmm. out at some point when I'm on vacation. Uh, we'll get that out to you. We're also obviously on uh, Wrestling Latest Podcast on Twitter. If you want to just get up to date, follow us there so you can see all of our columns and match ratings and so forth as they come out. Again, thank you for listening to the show. If you like what you hear, God help you, uh, please subscribe <laughs> to the show via iTunes, Apple, Amazon, and share it with a friend in the internet wrestling community. And uh, yeah. Rick Rude will go to you. Hit the music.